The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. When the Pharisees with some scribes who had come from Jerusalem gathered around Jesus, they observed that some of his disciples ate their meals with unclean, that is, unwashed hands. For the Pharisees, and in fact all Jews, do not eat without carefully washing their hands, keeping the tradition of the elders. And on coming from the marketplace, they do not eat without purifying themselves. And there are many other things that they have traditionally observed. The purification of cups and jugs and kettles and beds. So the Pharisees and scribes questioned him, why do your disciples not follow the tradition of the elders, but instead eat a meal with unclean hands? He responded, well did Isaiah prophesy about you hypocrites. As it is written, This people honors me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. In vain do they worship me, teaching as doctrines human precepts. You disregard God's commandment, but cling to human tradition. He summoned the crowd again and said to them, Hear me, all of you, and understand. Nothing that enters one from outside can defile that person. But the things that come out from within are what defile. From within people, from their hearts, come evil thoughts, unchastity, theft, murder, adultery, greed, malice, deceit, licentiousness, envy, blasphemy, arrogance, folly. All these evils come from within, and they defile. The Gospel of the Lord. Brothers and sisters, this week, the readings give us kind of an opportunity to wrestle with this theme that our Lord constantly preaches about, which is kind of how does our inside match our outside? And, and so, so the, in the first reading, Moses is about to give the law in the book of Deuteronomy. And so he's about to hand on, you know, hundreds of laws that all Jews who are observant have to follow. And, and so as, as he introduces this, right, he says, hear the statutes and decrees which I am teaching you to observe <clears throat> that you may live and may enter in and take possession of the land which the Lord, the God of your fathers, is giving you. And he goes on to say, I observe them carefully for thus will you give evidence of your wisdom and intelligence to the nations. Observe them carefully that you may give evidence of your wisdom and intelligence to the nations. And and so then down the centuries, the Jews have always followed the law in this way. And the Pharisees are, are 
very strict about their own observance of the law. And, and so when they encounter Jesus, right, and they see his disciples, their first question is, like, why do they not wash their hands before they eat? Which, which is really them saying, why aren't they following the law that Moses handed on to us? Right? Why aren't they following the law that Moses handed on to us? Right? And also, there must be something wrong with them because they're not demonstrating their wisdom and intelligence before the nations. And our Lord answers, and he, he says, Well did Isaiah prophesy about you, because, as it is written, this people honors me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. Right? Their hearts are far from me. And, and so our Lord points to the heart. And, and our Lord says that the heart is the thing that's most important, right? The thing that's most important. And, and really, there's, there's not something wrong with the law. The law is there, right, to help keep us on track, right? When we're violating the law, it reveals there might be something wrong with my heart. But the important thing is, right, the important thing is the heart. And, and the Jews have become far from that, and so the law became sort of an end in and of itself, and they follow the law, but maybe with a d- detached heart. You know, like the, all of these rules about, you know, washing your hands before you eat and purifying cups and jugs and kettles and beds, and, and you know, there's a very pragmatic outlook on that, which is, like, those were just really, like, sanitation laws to make sure, right, that people didn't get sick. And, but there's this spiritual part of it too where like before going to pray people would wash their hands because it was a sign of the fact that they needed to be washed right it was a sign of the fact that like i have been disobedient and 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 that should remind them of how much they need god in their life right and and there's a connection that can be made to the heart And, and we can look at ourselves too and the way that we kind of practice our faith, you know, because like, like how many of us, when we pray our meal prayer, really like pay attention to those words and like how they impact our hearts. You know, when we say, bless us, O Lord, in these thy gifts, which we're about to receive from thy bounty through Christ our Lord. Amen. Like how many of us really think about like God's bounty, right? And that, and that what we're about to consume is given to us by God from his bounty, for our sustainment, because he loves us. Like, like how many of us think about all of that when we pray our meal prayer? You know, or do we just kind of like crank it out because we're supposed to crank it out? And like when I pray my meal prayer, I'm usually in a McDonald's drive-through because like I'm, that's how mindful I am about things, you know. And I'm like driving through like a fast food place. I should probably be saying like, "Bless us, O McDonald's, and these thy gifts which I've received from you," right? Because that's like, that's what I think about. I think about how, like, this fast food place gave me my food and not the Lord. Right? And so how much do we connect with, how much do we connect with that? You know, or when you walk into church and you bless yourself with the holy water, and, and do, we, do we remember that the reason we do that is because, like, the church building itself is a sign of the church, the body of Christ, and, and we entered into union with Jesus and we entered into the body of Christ through the sacrament of baptism. And so when we walk in the church from, 
from those doors, we bless ourselves with holy water to remind ourselves of our baptism and the fact that there was once a day in which the Holy Spirit entered into our life and changed everything to bring us into union with him. You know, like, do we think about that? Or do we just kind of, like, walk in and, like, where's the, oh, okay, I'm supposed to do this. And, and sometimes people bless themselves this way instead of this way. And, like, we kind of can do things mindlessly, right? Like, have you ever seen somebody who just kind of goes like this and, okay, I'm done, I'm good. And, and like, have I ever done that? Yes, probably. <laughs> right? Because we all fall into this thing that Jesus is preaching against, which is the incongruence between what's going on in my heart and my faith practice. Like another example, kind of from my own life, is like we all priests pray the liturgy of the hours every single day, which is a set of five sets of prayers, and and they all consist of like three psalm readings, a reading from scripture, response, and and some other intercessory prayers. And, and every priest in the world, and every religious in the world, that, that were obligated to pray this. And so when I was ordained, I made a promise that I would pray the liturgy of the hours every single day. And the prayer is designed to go along with what goes on in our hearts. You know, like the first thing that we say is the invitatory psalm, which starts with, Lord, open my lips and my mouth will proclaim your praise. And so every single day, the first words that come out of my mouth are supposed to be, Lord, open my lips and my mouth will proclaim your praise. And it's asking our Lord that I always speak his words. But, but I can think of countless days in my priesthood where it's 11.29 p.m. and I'm going, Lord, open my lips. <laughs> because I just kind of let it go and I wasn't like praying it at the right time of the day. You know, like I prayed it all and, and it's, it's good that I prayed my breviary. But it wasn't necessarily aligned with what was going on in my heart. And, and what our Lord desires, right, what our Lord desires is that our hearts belong to him. And when our hearts belong to him, then the law becomes easy to follow. It becomes easy to follow. Like, like this Sunday mass obligation, it wouldn't be an obligation. It would be like, I get to go to mass on Sunday. And, and I'm looking forward to going to mass on Sunday. And I'm looking forward to receiving our Lord in the Eucharist. And I'm looking forward to being with the community and, and like, like, I don't need a rule telling me I have to do that. You know, like a married couple that's really in love, they don't need a rule that says, like, you have to say I love you at least, like, once every couple of days. <clears throat> you know, like, they don't need a rule for that because our hearts are aligned. And, and when we think about change or we think about growing in holiness, you know, like, growing in holiness is about letting our Lord affect what's going on in our hearts so that then our actions follow, right? Our actions are the fruit of what happens in our hearts. If we think about the fruits of the Holy Spirit, right? Like gentleness, joyfulness, patience, kindness. In the letter of St. James today, he says, like, true religion is, is pure and undefiled before God when it's care for orphans and widows and their affliction that that like, those things are what flow from that transformation that happens. And, and sometimes we think it, it's something that changes because of a system or it changes because of a practice and, and, and we can get caught up in that kind of idea that, well, if I just change my behavior, then my heart will catch up with my behavior. 
And that might be true for some people in some circumstances, but, but it, it's really a little bit out of order because the order is that our hearts are changed and that changes our behavior. And our Lord wants to transform us from the inside out. You know, in a, like a powerful way that I've experienced that in, in my own life, and, and I told myself this is the last time I'm going to bring this up in a homily, um, is uh, like, like it's not a secret that I've been on this food program because lots of people have invited me to dinner, and I'm like, I'm only eating vegetables and meat. And, uh, and, and so, but I've lost about 60 pounds, and I finally reached my goal weight this last week. And, uh, and, and, and I feel great, and like a lot of people are like, wow, that's, that's so good, and you, you must be so disciplined, and da, 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 da. But it really wasn't about discipline. Like, it was really about our Lord, like, changing something in my heart first. You know, it was about a year ago, I, I was visiting a friend, and, uh, and this friend's kind of a charismatic Catholic and, and was praying over me, and he just started talking about, like, terminal illnesses and death and dying and all these kinds of things and having a spirit of death and... And, uh, and I was just like, what the heck is going on? And as I reflected on that, I was like, wow, I, I don't want to live my life all the time. Like, sometimes I just don't want to live my life. You know, like, people would ask me, like, what's your retirement plan? And my retirement plan is I'm going to have a heart attack when I'm about 65, and then I don't have to worry about a retirement plan. Like, that's beautiful, right? Like, I mean, what the heck is that? And, but that's kind of where I was. And, um, and, and, and so, so like there was this like kind of deliverance from that. And, and then just a desire to live life and live life abundantly. And, and out of that desire to live my life, right? And a desire to live well and a desire to have joy and a desire to be healthy for the sake of like my new parishes where I was becoming the pastor, like, then I started changing my behaviors. And, uh, and it really wasn't hard because it started with the change that happened in me, like inside of me. And any physical changes in me, they're just a manifestation of what our Lord did in my heart first. You know, it's not, it's not about like discipline or, you know, like locking my fridge or anything like that. It's just about our Lord changed my heart. And I decided that I want to live my life. And, like, I want to have joy. And, and I want him to be the center of everything. And that's a gift. And it's a gift that was a long time in the making. But what I've learned in that is that, like, our Lord does desire to transform us from the inside out. That, that he, would, he desires to speak to our hearts. And any, any sin in our life, you know, he says these other things, he names off all these things, you know, evil thoughts, unchastity, theft, murder, adultery, greed, malice, deceit, licentiousness, envy, blasphemy, arrogance, like all of those things, when those are showing up in our life, it's just a signal that there's something else in my heart that needs to be changed. You know, it's a signal that there's something in my heart that needs to be changed. You know, like if I'm being a jerk or if I'm not being mindful of people, it's a signal that there's something in my heart that needs to be changed. And, and if we just step back in, in those moments and just kind of, Lord, you need to show me like what it is 
that you desire to change here. Pray to the Holy Spirit to reveal to you like what it is that needs to be transformed. And as that's transformed, then those things, they don't show up anymore because we change the root. And that changes the fruit. And so today, let us pray that, that our Lord truly does show us like, what it is that he wants to do in our hearts, like, in this place, in this time, and that we're open to the movement of his spirit, that we're open to the movement of grace, so that the fruitfulness of that will bear witness to his grace, his love, his mercy. That each day of our life we bear witness to the great things that the Almighty has done for us. 